0: Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Digital Hustle Show. My name is Stephen Burkhart with Burkhart Creative Agency and one of the things that my agency really believes in is helping business owners achieve their goals and their dreams. Every business owner starts out with something in mind, a goal, or something they want to do with their lives. And sometimes they just don't always know all the steps to get there. I interview other small business owners, marketers, and other people that I think will be able to give you the tips and the tricks needed to build your business. It's one of the things we believe in, and that's why we do this show. Thank you so much for listening. And please, at the end of it, if you've enjoyed it and it's been helpful, share it with someone that would benefit from this. Thank you so much. Hey everybody, here we are with another episode of the Digital Hustle Show Crew edition with Burke Arcade Agency and we are super excited to bring to you guys today Uh, A little bit of perspective on thinking outside of the book, which is my little clever play on words for thinking outside of advertising on Facebook and Instagram. I think that a lot of people uh, really get sucked into thinking that's the only place I can advertise, is the only effective place you can advertise. And while Facebook and Instagram have amazing tools for retargeting and targeting your audience specifically. Um, Google Pixels a track how they get to your website. There's plenty of other places to advertise. Yeah. Now Jacob is definitely the most experienced on this, which is why he's on our team. Um, but yeah, so uh, but I'll just I'll, I'll kick it off with this. So this is my little my little input on this. Uh, is just as far as like knowing that plenty of people are advertising outside of Facebook and Instagram. This is for YouTube. That it is the third most popular platform to advertise on, with 48 percent of marketers spending on that, um, which I think is super huge. Obviously, YouTube is awesome. It's the second biggest search engine in the world, second to Google, who happens to own YouTube. Um, but I, for one, had not spent a lot of thought, especially as a small business owner, um, about advertising on YouTube. Because for me, it just like felt like it'd be really expensive. Um, and that big, I typically just saw like big brands advertise on YouTube. So um, so the, anyways, But it is very popular. Lots of people are advertising on it, so it's not like brand new breaking ground. Um, There's plenty of good advice and tips on how to do that well. So anyways, um, maybe Jacob, if you want to jump in on that. Absolutely. So
1: thinking outside the book when it comes to running your ads, Facebook and Instagram, Facebook owns Instagram, so now they're basically one and the same you know and one of the good parts about Facebook and I believe Google and stuff also has this but if you want to get creative as far as knowing just a little bit more about your audience you want most of the time you want people to be at home uh, with their attention on their phone that you don't want Mm -hmm. them to be on the in their car driving or just at work on a break real quick whatever it is so like one of the little things you can do that makes a big impact is clicking the Wi-Fi box whenever they're connected to Wi-Fi normally if that means they're at home or somewhere where they're actually hanging out and they're not planning on just leaving or driving away or something but that's just one small little thing that you can do in all your ads that just ensures that somebody has a little bit more attention and a little bit more time for you um, but if you're not going to be going through Facebook and Instagram which are since they when they first started they were a lot more lenient you know they had they just wanted to get things going, and there 's a lot of other platforms that are just getting things going and trying to gain that trust and that 's why your buy rates are so much lower, and you actually have more bang for your buck and some platforms, depending on your business style it 's a lot it makes a lot more sense to be in them you know so let 's if you break down what your business is and you run that across like the top platforms that you'd want to start advertising on that would make that would make it easier to get rid of the platforms that are unnecessary for you so say like you're doing food and you're not a company that sells like um, you know fun like geeky gadgets there's a difference on where you'd want to go for social platforms you know so for food uh... you can go on youtube and then you can Uh, retarget ads on people who are looking up you know the best restaurants in a certain city your city and then that way you know there's people that are hungry you know they're looking for a good video on food and if you have a good video on food that can pop up before the main video that they're watching and if they happen to realize that it's just around the corner from them it helps a lot Uh, but you would not be posting that well actually you could post it in reddit but reddit when i think about reddit is normally more um, the geeky gadget side, you know, that's where you'd go to find something unique or something that you're not expecting to see on a YouTube ad or something. But I mean, there are Reddit threads of like, you know, the best customer reviews, best restaurant reviews, because Reddit's known for being honest. And you have to also tailor to your audience. So like for Reddit, you have to really blend in your ads, you have to pay attention to making it feel like it's a genuine person on the other side of that because Reddit's known for calling out people. If any marketer puts a bad ad in there, then you can go to the comments section and that ad will most likely be removed very quickly. (laughs) But you got a lot more leniency on YouTube. Uh, Just going through though, if you make a list of all the places that you can go into as far as advertising, you got Craigslist. If, say, like you sell furniture, uh, you can just put out ads for that on Craigslist and make it seem like you're kind of a person, but still clear that you're not. And it reaches a lot of people, a lot of uh, de- demographic that may not be on Facebook or may not be on Instagram or YouTube, but they are looking for a deal and you have a deal to provide, you know, or you can go on Google, which I like a lot because they're so diverse. It's Google can get your ad in a lot of websites and a lot of places that you would never think about, but... It's because you have a specific audience that you're going after, whether if you're just giving them, like, an age range, you know, the... I don't know what... You just give them the basic guidelines, and then they're going to put that in every nook and cranny that it makes sense. And there's a lot of nook and crannies
0: in Google, you know? Well, yeah, because that's actually... Like, bloggers will do Google AdSense mm-hmm. for their ads, where basically, like, Google decides what to fill that, like, banner space with, mm-hmm. right? So that's obviously huge that, like, anyone who has a blog that has Google AdSense that uh, matches your requirements is going to be seeing your ads. That's awesome. Absolutely. And to, like,
1: just help Google and yourself more, if you are, like, uh, for your SEO side, if you're trying to do a blog and you have to rely on Google, unlike having to rely on Facebook or something, Google will want to promote its own stuff. You know, if you can provide all the specific, like, the keywords in your blog post, you know, just making sure that you're as SEO friendly as possible to make Google happy. But they'll want to promote their own things right. as well. They're not going to be trying to send you to a Facebook page
0: first, mm-hmm. if you get know what I mean. Right. So it's Craigslist, Reddit, which I did not know you could do ads on Reddit, mm-hmm. um, yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok, uh, Pinterest, TikTok, allows ads already? TikTok
1: just okay. changed it to where before they had to, if you wanted to be an advertiser, you had to send somebody to your bio to go to your Instagram bio to click on the link for the product. Wow. And it was a huge, big old loop. And just recently, like within the past couple of weeks, they finally let you be able to put your own link in your own profile which is a Mm -hmm. huge, huge difference. Oh, yeah, the conversion's got to be 1,000 times better. Oh, it's going to be crazy. But TikTok really did not want ads, you know, blowing up and killing everything. Mm -hmm. And so there's two types of ways to get your ads, though. You know, there's the traditional paid through TikTok, which is still an option. Um, But I'm assuming assuming right now, since it's just starting, you're going to have the best bang for your buck. But as soon as things start tightening down because they don't want it to be too saturated. Mm-hmm. That's when you also really have to look into influencers. And also still a good time because there's so many influencers between 50,000 and, you know, 500,000 where they're still growing and they have a lot of room for growth, but they're in a small enough niche or a small enough like following base to where you can get a great deal. You know, you shouldn't be spending you should be spending anywhere between $20 and $100 for those guys. And that's for a post that has your link in the bio and for them to be able to make something that's natural to their audience, which right. is the bigger portion here. You know, if you send somebody a necklace and they're able to advertise it without being a salesman, it's going to sell itself if you have a good product. Right. And so that's the beauty of TikTok right now, though, is everybody's on there. Everybody's just hooked on TikTok. You know, it's there's no other social platform that has the watch time and the mm-hmm. engagement that it does. Other than maybe YouTube, but even YouTube, like, I feel like their numbers aren't as strong as TikTok at the moment. Mm -hmm. I'd have to Mm -hmm. double fact check that. Uh, Fact check. But
0: (laughs) (laughs) what are you (laughs) seeing (laughs) in? No, that would just be my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess before you really consider, like, what platform you want to actually advertise on, you have to figure out what your target audience is, though, right?
1: You, what your yeah. target audience is, yeah, if that's also part of, uh, like, your that's part of the process too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you, it's more like, what are you trying to get across? Yeah. But that that goes into it with your target audience, like, if you're trying to get somebody to buy something versus just trying to get awareness about something, or if you're trying to create brand brand recognition, you know, there's just different outlets, and some are mm-hmm. just more are better for broadcasting. You know. Right.
0: Especially as a business starting out, like, the the whole important part is to get as many people finding out about your business as possible, and then, down the road, Mm -hmm. converting. Mm -hmm. So, what were your thoughts?
1: Uh, I think a lot, like, I was going off the influencers, but, like, ambassadors, um... That's really smart for companies just to send out, like, if it costs you $10 for, like, whatever you're selling and you send it to them, you're probably going to get more, like, clicks. If, if okay, if my sister is promoting something and she's saying, this is a great product, I've tried it out, she's, and, like, she's not gaining anything from it that I know of, then I'm going to click on it, I'm going to check it out, and I'm probably going to buy it, too, because right. that's a person I know. So person to person instead of business to person, it definitely gets you a lot of clicks.
0: That makes sense because like, I mean, I mean, just to be perfectly honest. Like we're in a position right now where we're trying to build trust by like demonstrating that we really do care about the things we care about. And then we really can deliver on the things that we can deliver on. But you're right. Like if you're doing influencer ads, which is basically what they are, they, they call it influencer marketing, but it's, it's an ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're running an ad for you and uh, you're building off of their trust that they've earned mm-hmm. as opposed to you trying to build it yourself yep. which i think is huge so that, that was a that's a good point and it, like she was saying like it's going to cost you ten dollars to send this person a product but
1: if you're choosing people that are just growing their following fifty thousand mm-hmm. people isn't a lot in tiktok game but it's really a lot of people that can still see it mm-hmm. especially if you know that person's based in the city that you're at you know you can find uh seattle-based people new york based people but whoever it is you know that their following is probably going to be a little more similar towards you guys as well and if you're sending them just a free item you're getting a lot more than they're getting you're getting a lot more than they're probably receiving Mm -hmm. but you can always sweeten the pot later by making that relationship and once you see them keep growing and they got a million followers they already still like you and you guys have already had this going on for however long you know
0: in which case however much more they charge would be worth it anyways Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you're going you're gonna to probably spend $500 on Facebook just finding out who your ideal market is before you even convert anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's what's $20 for an influencer? Yeah. And definitely, like,
1: if you're going to be getting out of the book, letting them, if you're going with influencers anyways, letting them really tailor it to their audience and you just giving them a set uh, guideline. Mm-hmm. You know, say, oh, we just need this done by this date. Uh, we want you to use your creative freedom, but please have, like, more st- of this style of shots if you can. And then that influencer is able to really just create something so out of the blue that you have, you wouldn't ne- you would have never created. And that's what makes it so interesting and more easy to sell, you know?
0: So yeah, so hopefully that helps you guys just at least at very bare minimum, like start thinking about possibilities outside of Facebook and Instagram, because there's just, there's just so many of them. And For I think for a lot of people, um, they're sick of throwing the big, big checks at Facebook to try to figure it out. And so to be able to have some of these mediums that are a little bit more effective so that way you can kind of get your feet wet quicker um, would be a great thing to check out. And it also gives you a chance to um, uh, feel what it's like to be kind of on the cutting edge of uh, marketing in a new, new platform. You know what I mean? Not, I'd I'd venture to say most people have not made a TikTok ad, even marketers. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you get an opportunity to try that out when it's still in its opening phases, uh, and learn to be on that cutting edge where you have that like mix between, um, maybe the algorithm isn't awesome yet. Um, and your retargeting isn't great yet, but it's also way cheaper Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and your dollar goes farther, which is really fun. So, Awesome. Well, thank you guys for watching so much. Uh, Again, this has been the crew edition of the Digital Hustle Show, and uh, thank you so much for watching. Ciao.